Listen to the future on Touch HD. Well, guys, I've got on the line for me, uh, with me from Cape Town, George Dillichier. Some of you may remember George because he's got a very fam famous father. Others may remember George because he's equally famous himself. But George, thanks for joining us on Touch HD. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Uh, Carrie, yeah, we're well. Well, as can be expected, I guess. Good. Uh, well, interesting I've, times. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that I'm, I've decided that I'm going to profile a wine farm every week for my listeners, right. and just have sort of letters, COVID letters from the winelands. Mm. So mm -hmm. I'm going to allow you to ramble on from the day. Was it the 21st <laughs> of March that lockdown was announced? I think it was round about then. How have you managed? What have you been doing? Did you finish your harvest? Is everything in yeah. tank and barrel? Have you bottled yeah. anything? Have you got anything yeah. in Johannesburg? Tell us the whole story. Yeah, I tell you, it's been um, a roller coaster ride, as you, as as we all know. You know <laughs> yes. what we thought was going to last maybe just three weeks yeah. has been an eternity. Turned into a three-month like nightmare. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. So yeah, I, I guess we are in a much you know better position than you know many of my colleagues uh, and friends out there because a lot of what we do is outsourced so yes but as far as so our, let's just our, explain to everybody first yeah. of all for those of you who've forgotten george's father was for many many years the name the face the winemaker and the and the foundation pillar of mere lust and the mere lust that we all grew to to love and revere and that was george's dad giorgio who used to make mere lust and he left Mirlast and started a business called Dalachir. Tell us how he put it together with you. And I think your sister was involved as well, wasn't she? Yes, she was. So little family business, but you don't actually have a homestead and a winery correct. and a whatever. Tell the listeners how correct, you operate. Correct, correct. Well, um, I guess you could call us uh, petit negociant. So, you know, we purchase a lot of our, our, our fruit or our grapes. Um, from you know different growers in the Stellenbosch area, mm. which allows us to be quite uh, selective also. Yes. And then we do all of our vinification uh, and you know bottling and storage etc. on another estate that we also consult for. So yes. uh, it's that simple and it's it's that easy really. But now, what's the um, little place that you've got in Stellenbosch as you're driving so on that, the on the yes, left there? Yes. Okay. So, 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 you know, if you if you come and visit us um, in Stellenbosch, you will come to um, an area called Bosman's Crossing. That's which is right. The old distilling, brandy distilling. That's right. I thought that you were making wine in there, actually. So, no, by law, you can only have um, either a winery or a distillery. Nothing under the same roof. Mm -hmm. So, so this is our our. our uh, call it office, and, and this is where we produce all six of our grappas and also our brandy, etc., yes. etc. Et so this is our office, and then, and then as you know, and next door we have Pane Ivino, mm. our little food and wine bar, which yes, is owned and, is and run by my wife, Alana. That's it. And, and that's it. So this, that, this is our base. Yes. As such. That's the home and, of Dulwich uh, Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, I convinced my father to retire early um, at Mealist in the uh, end of 2003. It was such a good so that idea. Was, that was his last vintage, 25 years at Mealist. 
so that we could establish Dalachia Wine and Spirit Company, yes. um, which today produces about 120,000 bottles in total, so really small. But and amazing, amazing stuff. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody is coming down to Cape Town, um, mm. you really, guys, you should really, really, really not miss swinging by that Bosman's Crossing because that little deli, I remember the one time I popped in there, I think I think it was, there's not a massive menu or anything like that. It was like one Correct. or, yeah, one or two things. Board. Hasn't changed. It's a Still the same. Menu, all in Italian. Yeah, and had the right. most sensational pasta and a glass of wine. Mm. It's such a yeah. gorgeous place. It's very European. Um, it's very Dalachierish. And, of course, yeah. the, the quality of wine and food is beyond. So... Talking can, about, you, can you believe it's been 13 years? No, I cannot. It's unbelievable how fishy it's gone, you know. And uh, as you can imagine, we've built up a, 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 a small family of, you know, clientele. Yes. And they are all missing us as much as we Oh, God, George, do you know how uh, I thought about it the other day? I was mm, lying in bed the other mm, night thinking, mm, who am I going to chat to on my podcast? Yeah, and I thought I want to yeah. speak to my boy. And yeah, I was imagining yeah. being down in Cape Town because I know it's rainy and windy and cold and frosty yes, and cold yes, frontish yes, and what have you. Yes. And I could just imagine being in that little deli with some warm, yeah. s- nice little warm, yeah. cozy space. And yeah. also buco. And the fire. Oh. Hmm? Uh, we miss it. We all miss, we it, all miss it. Is there any chance of you opening anytime soon? Um, I was hoping you could tell us when. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Know. We're waiting for the dragon to no, tell us. It's, uh, it's absolutely surreal time. You know, I'm in regular contact with a lot of um, you know, our clients, mm. you know, our restaurants, etc., mm. etc., et and, and, and friends and colleagues. And uh, you know, it's, I think one thing we've learned coming out of this is you know, compassion. Mm. The fact that we are, you know, we're all in this together and sure, some yeah. are affected more than others. But, you know, I think the comforting thought is that we are in this together. So We are know, in it together. But, you do. know, the reality, George, is, is that we yeah. all have to row our own boat because everybody, Absolutely. nobody has anything spare. Absolutely. S- and, and, mm. and, yeah, we, we have nothing to say at this point. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of hope for the best. Yeah. Um, so your uh, vintage this year, um, yes. just to to straighten things out, you are very instrumental in the putting together of the wines, the yes. blends. Yes. Is, is Giorgio yes. still involved in making? Very much. I keep him very involved. Yes. He turned seventy nine on God. the fifteenth of May. Yes, I sent him uh, a birthday message. Actually, correct. You did. You did indeed. And so and so. Um, He's still incredibly, as you, as you know, passionate no, he's and, gorgeous. And, and motivated. And so I keep him very much involved in what we do. Brilliant. Um, you know, so he'll come in or used to come in, you know, every day, also mm. around lunchtime, and we would maybe have a bite to eat together. And whatever projects we have going on, I keep him very actively involved. Also on Good. the more technical side, yes, which is great stimulation for him. And yeah. of course, my mother is very thankful that he gets out of the house. Sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> and does he still so, go and do his little truffle hunting and 
and make mushroomy yeah. things. He's, yes, he's course, such a brilliant course, Italian. He is the say, best you know, Italian last, in South Africa. <laughs> these last few vintages, if you can call it that, of, of mushroom mm. uh, you know, picking haven't been the best. You know, the conditions haven't been ideal. But, yes. but of course, of course, you know, these, these yes. things will be with us forever. Yeah. You know, Georgia had a, had a little scare. Uh, um, but it turned out just to be uh, bronchitis. But yes. uh, yeah, we had a bit of a worry, but he's 100%. He's okay, fantastic. Back and uh, the grap is helping. Fantastic. <laughs> so now for the listeners on Touch HD, let's give them a little rundown of what they can buy from Dalachia, Georgie. Let's tell them. Starting yes. with, you just go for it. Tell them everything that you've got. Well, also from, from Norman Goodfellas, of course. And because, you know, not <laughs> Listen, Norman Goodfellas is reeling down. at the moment. We're having yeah, such a dreadful you time. You know, we're not even going to talk because the whole of this, the whole of South Africa is furious with Norman Goodfellas at the moment. We're going to have to do a lot of kissing of toads to get our custom well, bag. Right, right, right. I can imagine. And deliveries is also oh, no, it's just quite, been a uh, quite something. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, on our side, um, you know, we have our... Our two uh, white wines are Sauvignon Blanc and uh, Chardonnay. That Chardonnay is so gorgeous. I had one a few weeks ago with a chicken soup that I made yes. whilst we were on lockdown. And I can't remember what vintage it was, George, but it was not Probably current. 18 vintage. It wasn't. It, 18. it was oh, old, older than that. 16? It was 16, I think. Oh, wow. It was nutty and yes, sweet. Yes, yes. Very shabby style. Oh, yeah. it was gorgeous. I loved wooded, it. Wooded, but gently. Yeah, yeah. gently yeah, wooded. Yeah, so we've yeah, got yeah. Chardonnay, we've got Sauvignon Blanc. So Chardonnay is currently sold out. Our 18 vintage has done tremendously well. Yeah, it was delicious. Uh, so we, we will be bottling uh, 19 shortly. Okay. Uh, then on the red side, we have uh, our Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Also a very small production, you know, of mm. around 10 barrels. Mm. from a single black vineyard and uh, very obviously expressive. Where do you uh, get your Pinot from? Where's your, where's your vineyard? Do you use the same vineyard every year? Polka Dry Hills. Okay. Yes. It's like almost right next door to the Turin. The Turin, yes, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice grapes. So it gives us fantastic results. It's mm. a, a very exciting clone, triple seven clone, mm. uh, which is used more for sparkling wine production. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, no, we've used it since uh, our maiden vintage, yes. 2011, and uh, very happy. Great, great color, great extraction. No, it's gorgeous. Great uh, fruit character, and it, it obviously evolves beautifully. And we yes. love Pinot Noir. Yeah, time. yeah no, big time. Mm-hmm. We love it, we love mm. it. We do. Then we move... Then we move to Classico, which is our Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. This is a, 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 a gentler style, maybe our Italianness. I was going to say, more. it's a very European type cab. Yes. It's not that very, very big, over extracted. Correct. Mm. Not uh, overly tannic. It's uh, very velvety. Mm. And, you know, that uh, has had a good 18 months in. Uh, second full French oak barrels of, of around uh, 30% second full, yeah. 17 new. So very, very gentle, very approachable. Mm. Uh, and then Giorgio. Of course, Giorgio is the name of our border-style blend. Yeah, it's so which, beautiful. Which, uh, you know, has a lot of blueberry, black cherry, tobacco leaves, and cigar box. Also mm. drinking beautifully. What we, as you know, Terry, what we try and achieve in our reds is that... Uh, that they'd be enjoyable today, 
very approachable today, but but they also have great agent potential. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's also yeah. very very important. That's what Georgia has always been. I mean, there are two. There are basically two farms in South Africa that I really, really strongly always recommend for laying down and cellaring. Because for the rest, South Africa makes great wine, but largely to be consumed within five years. But the old Mealists and the Canoncorps were two, and of course there was Rustenberg and Rustenfrey, there were yeah, a couple, yeah, yeah. maybe four or five properties who produced wine, and your father was always one of them. He produced Absolutely. wine for aging. And the, and the proof is in the pudding, because um, for his birthday, we opened a bottle of 86 uh, Mealist Cabernet Sauvignon. Was it delicious? And it was absolutely sublime. So <laughs> oh, no, he did. Truffle. He made iconic wine. Yeah, yeah, so, mm. so absolutely. So Giorgio uh, then, is your Bordeaux-style blend. That is our Bordeaux-style blend. Yeah, the only difference, if, uh, you know, is that ours has Petit Verdot. So had there been Petit Verdot at Mearlis at the time... Would have done would that have too. Definitely mm. been, yeah, for mm. sure. We love Petit Verdot. It's a fantastic blending component, as it you is. know. It gives great acidity, structure, color. Yeah. But you must use it with great respect. Great respect and just little splashes. Hey, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah. That. So if and we... And then mm, lastly is, uh, is our Teano, mm. our super Tuscan-style blend, which yeah. we are, are also very excited about, quite unique for South Africa, which yes. is a blend of... Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and Petit Verdot with Sangiovese. And where are you getting your Sangiovese from? Because I'm in love so with Sangiovese. I'm in yeah, love with Italy. Me too. Me too. Me too. I'm and, looking for an Italian lover that I can whisk off. There we go. Yeah. Well, our Sangiovese comes from Wellington, mm. and uh, it's uh, also a single block vineyard. Mm. The, the vines are about 17 years old, oh. and uh, we're also getting fantastic results yeah. because it, it gives that kind of electric, you know, oh, we love the wine. We love Sangiovese yeah. because yeah. it's yeah. just, you know, I think that if you have a look on balance at the super Tuscans of the, of of Italy. And the other very sort of top-end echelon of wines from the rest of the world. The mm. value for money that you're getting out of Tuscany is just yes. alarmingly yes. good. Absolutely, I agree. And I, I agree. think that if you look at your Tiano and you look at a lot of the other, I mean, it's not cheap. What are we selling it for, Georgie, at no, this stage of the game? Probably a thousand rand about yeah. now. But if yeah, you have a yeah, look at yeah. some of the other top-end wines in South Africa yes. that you're buying, you do have to keep them, A, for a very, very long time. Yes. In order to Correct. be very nice. The Tiano, you yes. can open it tomorrow. Yes. And it is absolutely luscious, um, yeah. generous. Yeah. And it's got silky. that hint of sage and rosemary. It's very herby. In yeah. everything else. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And tomato, it's got that... And I know yeah. people hate to say the sun-dried tomato, but that for me is Sangiovese. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it has that, that savouriness. That savoury nose. Uh, it's beautiful. Mm. So it is a magnificent bottle of wine. And it's so versatile as yeah. a wine. Um, I mean, I've, I've had it uh, even just on its own, but it, it, it's great with a pizza or even a hamburger. Oh. And then any cut, any cut of meat, it's incredible. Really you buy incredible. a bottle of that and you can transport yourself. So what I'm busy yeah. trying to do at the moment is to give my listeners an escape unit, a little trap door that they can fall yes, down yes. and find themselves in a beautiful 
or on a beautiful pavement cafe mm. table with a carafe sure, of something. Sure, sure. Make a homemade <laughs> pizza because you can't go to a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Put together a beautiful pizza or get Uber Eats. Mm. I mean, we've got some fab Italian restaurants that are doing takeouts at, in Johannesburg yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're doing them all over the country. Sure. And just pop through that trap door and land on a pavement in Rome or Florence absolutely. or Siena or somewhere and have a bottle of that absolutely bloody delicious Tiano. Yeah. Um, George, the other thing that I wanted you to just elaborate on is the grappa and yes. the brandy. Grappa is not my favorite thing in the whole wide world, but it <laughs> is a fantastic, the brandy I could, I could die for, but tell everybody yeah. what grappa is. All right, so, so grappa is obviously a very traditional northern Italian uh, style digesters. Mm. Uh, and what makes grappa special for us is that it's a, a byproduct of winemaking. So after your, your fermentation process in the winery and after your very soft press, that young wine will go into a barrel or a stainless steel tank. And now those residue of fermented skins that are left over would normally be thrown away. Mm. Uh, but these are, are very precious to us because mm -hmm. they contain about 5% alcohol and they, they still have all that primary aroma um, and, and that, that flavor that is then obviously imparted into the wine, but it's still in that skin. Yes. So what we do is we, we do um, small batch distillations of, uh, of grappa mm -hmm. and uh, um, you know if I boil it all down we need 500 kilograms to 500 liters of water that is the capacity of our pot still really uh, and yeah, 500 liters okay. so it's 500 liters of water and 500 kilograms of cemented skins mm -hmm. and we focus on on the more traditional uh, cultivars so we Grappa from Chardonnay, mm. from Pinot Noir, from Merlot, and from Cab. Those mm. are the, the main ones. So each one is always distilled separately, each distillation and each varietal. And we are literally capturing the essence of that cultivar. Yes. So it's really quite something. Can you so taste? We, we, I must come and do a proper tasting with you on those yes, grappas because no, I'm, I, think, I, think I shy away definitely. from it so badly yeah. because it's yeah. never been my favorite thing. Eau de vie, grappa, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And I'm never sure that I can taste a grape varietal in a grappa. You might not be able to on uh, in, in to such an extent of, you know, picking up, uh, let's say, you know, wild cherry or strawberry, mm. but but you will be able to pick up other characteristics. Can you? And you can tell the difference. Yes, yes you can. There's an, an, an immense difference between okay. each each one stylistically and also in the length of the aftertaste. Yes. Also. So, mm. so, that's so do you distill it just once or do you do double or triple distillation? All right. Well, we, we go, it's a single distillation, but um, the first part is, of course, in the pot still. And then the second part is through a fractional distillation. So in you, you can actually say that we distill our grappa 10 what? times. Oh, really? So it's really refined, super refined. Uh, and we only make 30 liters of grappa out of those 500 oh my kilograms. Goodness. The one time that I did yeah. taste your grappa, 
yes. with a customer. It yes. tasted to me, if I'm being completely and utterly carry, <laughs> it tasted to me like Georgia may have filtered it through your mother's silk stockings. <laughs> it's very delicate. It's so yeah. silky and delicate. It yeah. really, yeah. really, I can definitely say that. You know, it, it, yeah. the taste not brilliant well, for me, but the feel, the mouthfeel was gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. Look, it's as in anything, you know, in 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 life and in and in on production, you know, we we are dealing on such a small scale. Uh, so the quality, if done right, is mm. is really the best of the best. So the skins, if if the skins are not, um, if they let me put it this way, if they are older than forty eight hours, yeah, from you know, receiving from the winery, mm. I throw it away. Okay. Because it gets that, want, gets that fruity flavor. Yeah. I don't want any secondary fermentation, yeah. which, you know, will give me more impurities. So none of that. And then, yes. and then obviously the distilling process is very, very delicate. Very, very delicate. Yes. And that's it. So, you know, Grappa, we know, is a, is a fantastic digester. You can enjoy it, um, you know, neat or in a single espresso as a cafe corretto. Uh, Elena uses it also in some of her, her recipes, yes. um, not just dessert, but also some, some uh, you know, fish recipes, mm. etc. And uh, so it's quite something, quite something. No, it can be delicious. And, and I think we're going to have to try and get everybody onto drinking grappa. It's a winter drink, isn't it? It's a beautiful warmer. It is. It is indeed. Although I must say, we we drink it every day religiously. Do you? Um, but it is an acquired taste. Mm. Make no mistake. So you know, we are going to. I'm very excited to announce uh, on your show that we are are going to reintroduce our grappa chocolates. Do you remember? Oh, I do remember the them. Sticks. I do. Yes. Yes. yes I yes, absolutely yes. adore them. Those little sticks, and you bit into this. The exactly. only way you can have grappa. Yeah. Yeah. With that liquid grappa Oh, it runs down your chin. Coating, remember? <laughs> yeah, there you go. It does. It runs down your chin. So, so Georgie, yeah. then the last thing that we have to speak about is the yes, brandy. The brandy. Yes. Tell us about that. All right. So, so the brandy is a, a joint venture with uh, another very dear family friend of ours. Mm-hmm. His name is Harry Stefan, and so the brandy is called H and G Fine and Rare. That's right. It's a nine-year-old brandy, and um, it's gone through. I can see Lindo, my same. sound engineer, sitting here smiling <laughs> and nodding his head. Oh, yes, boy. please. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um. This brandy goes through exactly the same distilling process yeah. as our grandpa would. But uh, as you know, for for brandy production, you are distilling a young wine. Yes. Uh, and I think what's quite unique um, about our brandy is that we're not distilling um, a young wine which is one-dimensional, like maybe a, a very very young Chenin Blanc yeah. or Colombard. Uh, we've actually distilled um, um, Shiraz. Yeah. And I can't remember the other one now, uh, the white one. Uh, oh, gosh, what was it? Uh, it will come to me. Not and, Shannon. Uh, no, not Shannon at all. Not not at all. Mm. And, um, and so it, it gives us a, a very spicy style brandy. Uh, that that then has aged for for nine years in totality nine mm, years mm. in new French oak so so very dense 
um, uh, but again, very gentle, and and obviously going through the the fractional distillation, um, you have a, a much more refined brandy, uh, which would be more similar to uh, to an cognac, Armagnac. or an Armagnac. Yeah, Armagnac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Armagnac. yeah. Okay, good. So so that that is it. Yeah. Small well, production, obviously very, very limited, as you know. Yes. And, uh, and very it's done special. tremendously well. You've got very a silver medal in London at the International Wine and Spirit it, Competition. It's, it's my first um, uh, commercial brandy, and, and I'm very excited because uh, my grandfather used to produce not just grappa in Italy, but also brandy. So, so this is, oh, it's, you know, it's definitely our, our carrying on a family tradition, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. So now, until we speak again, where are we going to sell these wines? We've got a few here in South Africa that we're going to do because there's no more restaurants and things, so people can come yeah. and buy them at Norman Goodfellows. Have yeah. you established yourself a nice international market for, for Dalichia wines? Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm happy to say that um, the bulk of our wines are sold in South Africa, but we, we do look after... You know, certain markets, European markets, um, mm. like Italy, for instance, and, and Denmark, Sweden, Switzerland, and Germany. Okay. And, and I must say that they've been incredibly supportive over this period because, you know, without uh, those exports, you wouldn't really have much revenue. Yeah, and, you wouldn't uh, have any. What do you exactly, mean much? Exactly. And are so, we are we going to be waving goodbye to the Dalichia family? Are you going to go and sit in the sun under a Tuscan sun somewhere? Or are you staying right no, where you are? No, no. We've had our holiday in lockdown, <laughs> sadly. So we're not going anywhere on holiday this year. Okay. I don't think so. Mm. Um, but, yeah, as you know, we do we do that every year for three weeks. I know, I know, I know, and, I know. And Avina also closes so that, uh, you know, Alan can also have a, a good holiday. So, and, Georgie, uh, tell us now, for this, for this coming weekend... Yes. What can my listeners cook and what Dulwichir beverage can they drink with it for a nice cold winter weekend? What would you suggest? Okay, well, I would uh, definitely recommend maybe our, our Sauvignon Blanc as an aperitivo. Because mm-hmm. you know, one's got to start somewhere. So <laughs> that's that, for that, while you're bit. cooking. You open a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> exactly. in the kitchen. Okay, done. Exactly. This is it, just to get going. And, and some of that can also end up, of course, in what you're cooking. Yes. Um, but I would definitely lean towards maybe some stews of some sort, like okay. Osobuco and, and uh, um, Risotto alla Milanese. Alan has been doing a lot of that lately. Oh. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So slow cooking, and you know the meat is so tender and so tasty oh. that that does so well with uh, our classical. Or, I was going to say Georgia, let's let's put a or bottle even of Tiano. Oh, Tiano, if we've still got yeah. any money left after yeah. lockdown, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. Yeah. classico, I think, with a slow cooked osobuco. Do you put do you put tomatoes in your osobuco? Yes, yes, we do. A little bit. Throw a big yeah. can of yeah. Italian tomatoes in? Yeah, absolutely. Anything else that we should be putting in there? Beans? Do we have to put those little um, cannellotti beans in? No, 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 no. No? No, we don't. We don't do that. We try and keep it as, as, as simple as possible. Okay, so, good. Uh, yeah. So we're doing osso buco. We are... There we go. 
maybe doing a little risotto because we'll have a oh, glass no. of Sauvignon Blanc and then we'll top up the Sauvignon Blanc in that risotto while we cook the risotto in Sauvignon Blanc. Absolutely, yeah. Some lovely mushrooms, but it's not really yeah, mushroom season, a, is it? You no, know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, obviously getting a bit colder now, but if mm. you can get your hands on some porcini, there's nothing wrong with adding some porcini into the risotto. That would actually good, be fantastic. That old porcini risotto with yeah, a Sauvignon yeah. Blanc and yeah. an, a slow braised roasted stewed casserole, whatever, ossobuco, yeah. with a bottle of Dolicea Classical. Done. Sounds fantastic. I'm coming to visit. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie, lots and lots of love. Thanks for spending time with us on Touch. Thank and you so good much. Luck with, all the best. Good luck yeah. with going forward. Um, Thank you so much. Under these horrible COVID things. We'll catch and up soon. I hope to see you soon. Yeah, when, Come when and possible. visit. As soon as you can I jump will. on a plane, jump on a plane. I'll do that. Thank you. Thanks, George. Love to all ciao. the Dalichers. Bye. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Listen to the future on Touch HD.